I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Got milk? <laughs> it's one of the most iconic questions in the history of advertising. It operated on a simple premise. Everyone needs milk. Today we'll see the spiritual application of that truth. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. My goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and then share this with a friend. Because while it's true that everyone needs milk, <laughs> I think coffee's got to be at least a close second. So grab a cup, lift it up, and let's dive in. For some 20 years, we saw those little weird white milk mustaches we all get when drinking milk on a mind-boggling range of people. <laughs> well, I had to put that last word in quotes. <laughs> I mean, sure, Beyonce was featured with her milk mustache, as was Harrison Ford, Kate Moss, Billy Ray Cyrus, and Angelina Jolie. And of course, superheroes like Batman and Superman had their milk mustaches too. I mean, nothing calls for a glass of vitamin-enriched natural goodness like fighting crime all day, right? But we also got treated to the white lip lines on Mario, Garfield, the Rugrats, and even Kermit the Frog. Yeah, everyone needs milk. You know what else everyone needs? Wisdom. And not just any old wisdom <laughs> will do here. I mean, the conventional wisdom of any given period of time can appear sound and, and even safe. Appearances can be deceiving, even deadly. No, I'm not getting into COVID vaccines. I'm going to go back to 1700s when George Washington became ill after a horseback ride in the cold December rains of Mount Vernon. His doctors operated under the best conventional wisdom of the day to help him recuperate. That uh, wisdom thought that several illnesses could be effectively treated by bloodletting. So after draining 12 to 14 ounces of blood from his arm, when that didn't produce the desired effect, the doctors directed the neighborhood bleeder to continue one bleed after another, interspersed with things like calomel and emetic tartar, which we now know to be poisons, all in all, almost 40% of Washington's blood was drained from his arm in order to help his breathing. <laughs> well, it didn't, of course. It actually killed him. Sometimes what we perceive as wisdom is clouded by the emotions of the moment. Many an illegitimate child has been conceived from the wisdom of yielding to lust that was seen as committed love in the heat of passion. <laughs> but 
But the wisdom of history has shown us time and time again that the common outcome of premarital sex is either a, a single parent family that struggles for decades to recover or the murder of an innocent child. Of course, for those obeying the true wisdom found in God's word, his instruction to save sex from marriage protected them from that particular pain. Sometimes what we perceive as wisdom is clouded by our own personal inexperience or immaturity. When my sons were young, they thought that underoos, you know, underwear featuring superheroes and comic characters, were the thing that would bring them happiness in life. I mean, it was, it was all that mattered. Time has changed that perception. Today, there are loud and determined voices calling good evil and evil good. And whether they're merely deceived or determined to destroy us really makes no difference. The good intentions of Washington's physicians were not at issue. Intentions don't create outcomes if the underlying assumptions are faulty. It's not the road to success that's paved with good intentions. Not hardly. Today's verse tells us where we can find true wisdom, tried, proven, and trustworthy wisdom. It says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. Well, let's begin at the beginning of that verse. You, you do need true wisdom. You absolutely do. Don't let today's conventional wisdom drain your life from you, even with the best of intentions. Don't be lured down the wrong path by unbridled emotions, personal inexperience, or immaturity. Relying on these is, well, a gamble at best. And the thing being gambled? It's you. It's like the story of the student who didn't study for an exam. Because, well, he knew the professor only gave true or false tests. So with his hundred-question true or false final exam in front of him, he took out a coin and began to flip it repeatedly. Heads for true, tails for false. <laughs> Needless to say, the professor was uh, less than impressed. When the lad had finished his examination, but then continued flipping the coin, the teacher just couldn't contain himself any longer. Excuse me! he demanded. Just what do you think you're doing now? Well, the student replied, I'm just double-checking my answers. That is not the kind of wisdom that can be replied upon. With truth subject to change, bleeding the very life from your veins. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. God also gives true or false exams, you know, except that he provides the answer key to his final exam. In his word, he gives us true wisdom. He tells us what is true, what is right, what's evil and what's wrong. He spells it out for us, gives us multiple illustrations from the lives of those who listened to him and those who didn't. He's clear and straightforward. Now, the world will shout loudly, try to get you to follow its wisdom. The world will insist that God is wrong. God is dead. God hates you. These are lies, plain and simple. God loves you. 
He's demonstrated his love by sending Jesus to pay the price for your sin. When you accept that gift, he calls you to follow him and demonstrate the fruit of a changed life. Love shows in the way you live. By the way, God's final exam, final true or false test, has only one question, and it's a test every person on earth will take. Here it is. True or false, I have confessed with my own mouth that Jesus is my Lord, and I truly believe in my heart he rose from the dead. Got Jesus? That's all the time we've got today, friends. Can you help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew? Help them get to know him and his word personally and better? Do me a favor. Please like this video. It really, truly does help more people see it. Then click follow or subscribe and hit the notification button so that you and I can get together every day. If you want to click the link in the description, I'll get you a free copy of my book, Count to One, popped right into your inbox. It'll also make sure that any deplatforming doesn't affect you because you'll get an email every day with the link to that day's video. Hey, one more thing. Share this video with a friend, would you please? Because as you do, that makes you part of the team, helping spread the love of Christ literally all over the world. Thank you for helping.